Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-5858. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, here we go with another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, David Miller. We're sitting here, and John and Mike, they're going to be hopping on here momentarily. Uh, let's say hello to David, who's so we invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com, and you can get hold of the boys at 800-209-1679. How's your week? Great. Good week. Was looking forward to the show as well, and uh, sorry about your... Anyway, uh, sorry about your bills. That's all right. Uh, okay. You know what? Bounce back week. Oh, I think so. Okay. Um, in a weird way, sometimes a, a loss late in the year for you know, like I'll tell you right now. Absolutely. You got the Packers, right? You got a future on the Packers. Yes, sir. But I, I agree with you. And they can, like you said, oh, they contained oh, him pretty well. And they they contained Jackson better than anybody. And I hope they get another kick at him. But I, the other thing I would tell you. I got one to go against you. I think the team, everybody better be real wary of, is Minnesota. I I think Minnesota, if Thielen comes back and they get healthy at the right time with that running game, right now they're way off the pace. But the division's still there for them. They still have a shot at the division. I think they're dangerous as a wild card. 
But if they, if they can get out of this West Coast trip, win this game this week, if yeah, they, they ever want, the Packers, but think. now's the time to bet them at twenty whatever, twenty two to one or whatever they are. Well, okay, it looks like we found a uh, value spot right away. Well, I, I like the kind that we're both on the same track. That those are the teams flying under. It's one or the other, and uh, Green Bay just seems at the moment to be kind of limping their way. But I, I think Minnesota's kind of an under-the-radar team. But we're always looking ahead. That's what we try to do. I'm glad we're able to t- have this conversation and uh, don't don't bring them on yet. <laughs> okay. They're there. He, he's got his hand. He's got his finger on the button. He won't let me go to him. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> no, no, no. I just, no, we can, because I know what the next 20 minutes, what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, well, our loyal wanna, listeners do too. Yeah, you want to get it out out of the way? I'll let them. <laughs> Actually, we can just keep. This is maybe the this is the best best way to defend against this. It's just never never turn them up. Oh, we got to do it. Hello, John and Mike. What's up, fellas? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another week, nine in a row. The Ravens are soaring high. No matter how we win every game we cover, and look, I'm. I was the guy that came on the radio last week, and I said the the smart play, and Dave agreed with me, was the Bills. I mean, getting the points at home, and, you know, as the listeners and the clients received that play, I I take it on the chin. I did not well, think the Ravens would definitely cover on the road. Well, the Bills beat again, themselves. That's what, that's what happened in that game. The Bills beat themselves. The Ravens had a real good game plan and pressured Allen, and personnel got the best of the Bills. Because they had about four opportunities. The one drop by the tight end killed them. But they had four plays over the top that with smallish wide receivers, the pass had to be absolutely spot on. If they had a tall wide receiver, he could have gone up a made place. Ravens playing great. But I will tell you, they defended Lamar Jackson better than anybody. Had one big breakdown. And and you, you tip your hat to the Ravens. They are winning. They're finding ways to win. Um but I, I'm not discouraged at all, man. I I think uh, that Buffalo defense is the real McCoy, pal. I agree. I think out of all the teams they have played, I mean, the San Fran game was, with those conditions, you, on a level playing field, maybe if we meet San Fran in the Super Bowl, it's going to be a much different uh, style of play. But it was just a mud bowl. So this is the first game where I saw a top five defense contest Lamar. But... Look, the Ravens have shown this year, just from watching them consistently, is they'll just beat you in any type of fight, whether it's a boxing match, whether it's a UFC fight, whether it's a jiu-jitsu match. Whatever it is, they bring it, and they just play that style of play. Obviously, they had, the Bills' defense had a great game plan to contest Lamar. They didn't want him rushing for 100-plus on the ground. And, you know... Unfortunately, when you put a spy on the quarterback and you're starting to blitz guys, you're going to have man-to-man coverage. And it wasn't that the corners, you know, we all know that the Bills' corners are spectacular. You know, they have one of the best corners in the game. But, unfortunately, corners don't cover Hayden Hurst, Nick Boyle, or, you know, Mark Andrews in the middle. So the linebackers just couldn't keep up. Like you said, that one real big mess up when Hayden Hurst went over the middle and – uh Caught a sixty-one yard, you know, touch and go. So, but the funny, the know, funny thing is, uh, in and I and I get in, in week to week. This is what we we talk about: the reaction from one week to the next and numbers. And I I walk away frustrated that they beat themselves, and it was there for the taking at the end. I thought that was stupid uh, 
uh, to huddle up, and, and they ran the ball. They didn't want to say – they're worried about them coming back for a field goal and wasting a down, and then they didn't get it in the end zone. But the reaction, you know, Pittsburgh barely beats Arizona. Buffalo loses to Baltimore, and all the money's on Pittsburgh. Uh, I know Pittsburgh's a public team. Well, it, it's funny. <clears throat> there he is. Hey, guys. How are we? How you doing, sir? This is a first, by the way. Thir- by the way. 13 after the hour, week, the first time we hear his dulcet tones. Next week, I'll be sitting next to David oh, no. and Brian live oh, in the studio. Oh, oh, that's okay. I thought you were saying you were going to go jinx the Ravens and go um, to the game. I'll, no, no, no! I'll be I'll be in <laughs> Vegas. I'll, I'll be in Vegas on 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 Tuesday late. I'm a, I'll be there nice and early in the morning. You know, you, the difference we started here at two. All right, I'll you know, take the I'll take I, I'll take the bolts off the doors and you have the door wide open so you can bring the TV station in with you. So look, it was funny because you were talking about Pittsburgh, and you know, it's funny. My, my good man Troy, he only had one game Pittsburgh, and it was interesting because on the money line because it was cheap. And I wanted to ask Dave about this. You mentioned Pittsburgh. If a line's two points, Dave, I know it's all about getting the value, and I know how you play, and we know your system, and it works. Everybody has different ways to skin the cat. Would you would you lay the one thirty versus laying the one ten on a line that's minus two? And you can actually forward that question to the Rams game. Which congratulations! I know you had the Rams. You don't bet with your heart; you bet with your head. Um, but would you lay the money line on those two particular games when you're under the three point number? It's a good question, but the frequency it's the same in the long run. But just say that again. It's a good question. That's all. I, that's the best part of the answer. It's a good question. Go it's ahead. Great, and it's not a good question. <laughs> it's a great question, and it's a question wow. that I had at one time. He probably did. Everybody did. But no, the frequency. Of, of the favorite of the favorite winning by excuse me one or two, their offsets the times the times that you that that you you know what I mean that you cover you basically you are going to lose X percentage of games uh, if you lay the two and a half where where it is going to fall one and two and that's offset by how much more you pay if that makes sense and, and also those those cheap road favorites are just in the long run that you're you're lighting your money on fire. Uh, that's that's not the way to make money in NFL. But well, no, no, I, I'm just talking about on. I'm not saying because you know I don't like. We're not. I'm not even talking about a blanket statement. I'm just saying if you have a specific game, right? You're planning well, on wagering just... on that game, uh, home road, because right. obviously the Rams were at home and Pittsburgh was on the road, but they were both short prices. Well, my so strategy. You were a game. Well, my strategy, it, like if I want to lay two and a half uh, on a team or two, I will check the going rate of both. Globally, so I'll check what the going rate is offshore for the money line, and then I'll check. Okay, do they have the point spread? Uh, is it is it like a weighted two and a half where it's really pushing three? Then I would lay the two and a half. But if the money line, let's say the money line is uh, the break even offshore is minus one thirty three or whatever, and I have minus one twenty eight, then I'll take that option. So I just I check both options. And obviously, I don't have a crystal ball where I know if they're going to win by one or two. But I'll take the option where I'm getting the better market value in the long run. That's that's how I handle it. Uh, but I know some people. Yeah, it sounds like your friend. He just likes money lines, and that's what he does. But well, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, you met him. But 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 I was specifically. There's a difference between playing the money line on a three point favorite or a four point favorite. Um, and you know, it's funny. So yeah. you can basically. It, yeah, so because because around four, I, I'll be honest with you, around four, I'm not even really looking at the money line 
angle much because 90% of the time just laying the four is, is the better option. Uh, but around pick them all the way to three, you do want to you do want to you the money line is definitely an option for you there. But as the spread gets higher, right. that, it's that, not. and I just wanted to get your take on that, you know, and 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 back to the real quick, Brian. I you know I, I was listening, but I was multitasking in the beginning of the show. Do you think that? And I'm just it's straight up qu- answer question for for all of the for for Michael. We're just questions just for Mike. Do you think the Ravens beat? Buffalo, or do you think that Buffalo beat Buffalo? Buffalo beat Buffalo. <clears throat> and is that you just being biased, or no? You, is that, or you're, no. Okay. Buffalo beat Buffalo. Okay. D- Dawson Knox d- drops a drops a pass uh, that would have moved the chains, put him in field goal range. They get the turnover they needed, and on the previous series, Singletary's running through them like a hot knife through butter, and they bring Frank Gore in. And had to punt, and then at the end, the so, clock management was terrible. I, I got five more if you want them. I mean, I, I have to no, agree. no, I get it. But, but the, the interesting thing for me was obviously I, I have a little fun following gambling Twitter. I don't do much on Twitter. I just follow all the comments. And right before game time, what I noticed was everybody was saying value. This goes back to you, Brian, hating value. And Dave, tell me your thoughts on this. A lot of people that you you follow on Twitter and I follow on Twitter, they were basically saying. I'm betting Buffalo because the line's too high from a value perspective, but I won't be surprised if I lose. Well, yeah. Like, to me, that's that's also lighting your money on fire. Not really. Like, you're going into it basically saying you think you're going to lose, but you got to take the dog no. anyway. No, all the all the well, that they probably just said that as a, one guy said that as just a random comment. But I think I think in these situations where a team is just rolling like the Ravens. Uh, the sharper guys, I'll call them sharper guys. Sometimes they're not very sharp, myself included. But you tend to just go on autopilot and fade these teams that are on on heaters because you know the the built-in skew is there, and it's definitely built in now on the Ravens. Even even Mike, uh, he said that he saw value the other way, and he's a pretty sharp guy, and he's a, he's also a Ravens fan. So I'll be curious. What do you think tomorrow? Fifteen. Well, I mean, it's it's unique. I mean, you uh, very you've been ta- you've been talking about it all week, where you saw fifteens or even fifteen and a halfs, and you took them no matter what. And if if just some case that Lamar doesn't play, you have extreme value there. Well, I kind of so, feel I kind of feel the built-in skew was already there, so that's just an added bonus. So this is one I really pressed up, but like the just, other the other guy said it. Team this year, I mean, they this is the most unique team that we've ever had where everybody just is ex- almost expecting even fans here they're just like they're they're enjoying it now but up to a couple weeks ago it was just they just expected us to fail not in terms of not particularly winning the games which they were tough games for the last month and a half no matter what but definitely not covering and then just going into the rams and just putting a beat down on them and just the blowouts and this consistency of covering and I mean, aside from the 49ers game, which was a big number in itself, I mean, we've covered most games. So it's just, it's a very unique team that's just on this hot roll. Not only are they winning games, it's not normal for the NFL, for teams like this to just stay consistent. We all expect the ball to drop, and eventually they're going to, they're gonna, you know, lose I, or even stop covering. But, I, you know, I, right I, now we're just riding the wave. I just don't see it as a very high-scoring game. And, and uh, like I said, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, 
the all of the sophisticated betters are just waiting, or they either bet it, or they're going to be involved in the Jets tomorrow. It's just to me, it's a standard spot. I, I first half, second half, full game. If if you want to drink a shot, get some liquid courage, some money line, I guess. Uh, but yeah. No. Well, did you well, hear what money he line? Said? You yeah. should. Hey, you should. You, need, you might need a shot for that one before you before you hit confirm. Do it. <laughs> well, he li- li- I just almost just fell out of my seat. Line. Did he just say money line? Hey, listen. <laughs> I, I, listen. We're playing that back I, next week no, if you lose. I, you know what? You you guys laugh. But look, we know well, anything no, no, can no, happen. No, let me tell you. I'll, I'll go to hockey. We know anything. Well, no, no, can wait happen. a second. There, there are, forget the game. Forget forget the game. <laughs> Liquid courage. Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing. You hit that money line bet. You're going to have a lot of liquid celebration, all right. But well, I, uh, listen, they, they, there's a reason they play the game, and and the, the the only thing in here, who's the better team? There's no doubt who the better team is. But I will say this to you, it, you know, situational opportunities, and I'm not doing it. But I, I if, if it happened, would I be shocked? No. I mean, the Capitals go on a four game road trip uh, in hockey. Uh, murder everybody. They come home. First game home from a long road trip. They're by, minus 260. And Columbus was actually, absolutely the side to play. Columbus won the game. Vegas goes on a four-game Eastern road trip, comes home as a $2.20 favorite to play the Rangers, and lose the game 5 nothing. There's no doubt who the better team is, but the scheduling oh, no. situation I mean, no, got I the mean, best of them. Now, Baltimore... Baltimore Oakland flew to the Jets. Well, hold we on a second. Hold on. Baltimore just played Houston, the Rams, the Niners, and the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, All right? That's, that's and tough. now it's a short week. The travel's a nothing burger. The Jets got nothing to lose. I mean, the, the Ravens got a big fish to fry. I mean, well, I, would I be news. shocked if the Raiders – would I be shocked, honestly, if the Jets won by 10? No. Here, here's, the, here's the good news. <clears throat> From a spread betting perspective, not with liquid courage – all the stats are in the favor of the smart money because home favorites against the spread this season, and I, Dave, I don't have the numbers on double digits because you always ask me when I say this, I do, but just overall, home favorites against the spread this season are 51, 76, and 5, 40 percent against the spread so it ain't looking good when you're a home favorite yes they win but most of the time six percent of the time they win and they don't cover you know the other the other thing i would say to you although they would have extra time to prepare because it's a thursday night game but there there's a whole nother animal that you got to start taking into account here not just with the ravens with a lot of teams and that could be the backdoor covers absolutely in play if the Ravens get up twenty, you know, why would you get Lamar Jackson killed? Exactly. You know you're going to start taking guys out, and you're going to start right, resting guys. Right. And Kansas City, uh, what's the Kansas City Denver game? You know, uh, Kansas City's they're going to win their division, but they're not going to be sitting there. They're not going to get home field advantage, and they're probably not getting a first round bye. And they got three weeks of knowing this is probably where we're going to be. I mean, I can see Kansas City taking guys out left and right for the next three weeks. These are things you better start putting into your into your uh, the feathers in your cap when you're handicapping these games. Well, no, I think Kansas City actually, Brian, and I, you know, I, I track everything. Kansas City actually has a lot to play for because they're only a game back 
of the Patriots, and they have the head-to-head. So, I mean, if they win one and the Patriots lose one, they have the number two seed. So they're playing for a lot still. Yeah, but they're, when they're laying big numbers, what I'm saying is when games are in hand. Oh, yeah, the backdoor cover, I agree. Yeah. But they still have a lot. They're going to want to make sure that they win every game. They're not rested. The Ravens, you know, we're looking at if we win two out of the next three, we're guaranteed the number one seed. So if they win this game, they're on a 10-game break before they go to Cleveland. They go to Cleveland and they win that game. That last game versus the Steelers at home is absolutely useless where – to us, we're locked in. We're going to be playing nobody, and the Steelers are going to be in that final wild card slot. So well, I, that's I'll tell you, I, I have I, I this is the last time I'll ever say it. I, I've tried my level best, but you just ain't going to get off that we us train, are you? I've been saying we, and we've been winning. <laughs> now I don't blame you. Karma, now, karma's a thing. Now when I, you know, when you, you know, when you look up uh, playoff scenarios, I'm just going to call you. Because that, that was impressive. Sounds like you have it all figured out. I, I usually have well, to do that. They, they still have to win. They still have to win the game. I have the statistical and mathematical edge of how to make it and who's going to get the first round by and get into the playoffs. But, you know, the one t- the Bills, I'm going into the playoffs right now, the teams that are playing the best, the Bills, no matter the outcome last week, they still showed they could beat anybody. And Tennessee is a team I do not want to play if we do happen to get that first round by. I would not want to play them first round. They're playing very tough right now. Ever since they switched quarterbacks from um, Mariota to Tannehill, they're just they're playing lights out. They have a great running game, good defense. That's a type of recipe that plays well in December and January. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out in the next couple of weeks. I mean, this is the best time of the year. I mean, I know we love football. We talk about it every week. But when it comes down to playoff time and teams getting in and it's just that added effort. And besides all this, we have bowl games, which oh, are starting brother. in eight days. Bowl games, bowl mania, 36 games. Do you know the NFC playoff picture, too? Just curious. I do. Ask me a question. And I don't want to. I, I, I give up. No. Well, I mean, you know, your your. I'll brother, be calling you week 17. Look, if, how that. about this? If, you're, if <clears throat> Seattle makes the Super Bowl and the Ravens make the Super Bowl, we got to have some sort of weight. Not with you, but with your brother. If I win, meaning the Ravens, he's got to send me that cape that he wears all the time. That Seattle Seahawks cape. <laughs> You're funny. Oh, he loves going after you. He, he, he's, he wants that bad. He wants that Super Bowl matchup. Oh, that bad. dance. I mean, I wish I could play. I wish we can get a recording and play it on the radio of his dance that he does. His, uh, his, his native Seattle Seahawks dance. It's so- something I've. It's incredible. So, so let me, let me, if, wait, let me, wait, let me wait, 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 one second. If, if the Ravens make the Super Bowl, are you two whack-a-moles going to go? Are you going to pony up and go? Well, Brian, you know I'll be there. All right, I was just checking. Really? This is my team. This is our team. The, the Wii version. Are you getting John's ticket for him? I'm not. I'm a, no way I would be going. You'd come to Vegas. <laughs> I would rather sit in Vegas and smoke a cigar. Of <laughs> okay. I don't do the whole. I, you know, the, the, the most people I surround myself with is when I go to Club Madrid and watch football with Brian. Here, here's the thing: this game is ugly, but is this the? Well, we already know that the Sharps, Brian, uh, Brian and David, are the Sharps going to be on the Bengals? Patriots uh, hadn't lost two games in a row. It's t- that's a tough. They're game. seven and six against 
Fed. The public loves the Brady no matter what. And so where do you see this line going? Does it stay at 9? Does it go over 10? Does it go down? Um, what do you think on this particular ugly matchup? It opened 11. Yeah, it's 9, 9.5. This is just a tough spot. And I'm not sure the public still loves the Patriots that much. I'm not sure. What do you think? The Patriots are honestly so flawed, it's not even funny. In the last month, they've needed to use a trick play to get into the end zone in every game or a blocked punt. Their offense is a disaster at the moment. And imagine saying that with Tom Brady. Uh, and here, you want karma? I'll give you karma. You ready for karma? Andy Dalton with the miracle win. Here, oh boy, oh boy. With all, the two guys that will remember this better than anybody. And and talk about not sprinkling rain. I mean, ducking, dumping a bucket. Going to tell me that dumping uh, a bucket, the Ravens out uh, of dumping the a bucket on their parade. Andy well, Dalton two years ago. Yep, look, I knew it. Beats the Ravens. <laughs> Someone's it, sensitive it, about it, that it, one. As a ten, out as, of the playoffs. Right, beats the Ravens. As the Bills beat Miami, and they're in the room going bananas, Andy Dalton with a miracle play to beat the Ravens, got the Bills in the playoffs. Andy Dalton does it again. He beats the Patriots, and the Bills still have a shot to win the AFC East. How's that for karma? Sorry it ended up bringing back a bad memory. It's all right. This is, this is the Lamar show. Now. You just said Andy Dalton. And he knew, I know what you're going to say. Wow. Oh, he knew. <laughs> Believe me, he knew. <laughs> It's funny because I'm in this room that has glass, like in a studio. Is he throwing stuff? Is, him. is he throwing I see stuff him on the other side? He's all, he's all, honestly, liquid, John. Be honest. Be honest. We he, go from the liquid courage comment where he's laughing so hard he's ready he can't breathe to that that's you're doing this I, this monologue and his face just I, like, right. right. I, there's a glass upside there's down. There's a glass partition, right? And this is radio. But literally, well, while I started saying that on a piece of paper, did he write in big letters? I hate him. <laughs> I mean, I could see it. How could I hate I a person who owes me wings? Oh, that's right. The one that's that's right. How can I hurt it? Well, that owes me wings. Let's go, man. I keep, you know, don't go to the Super Bowl. Come here and get your wings. No, but uh, just to touch back on the Patriots, I mean, yeah, the last month, I mean, we all knew coming into the season without Gronkowski and that big red zone target, they're going to struggle. And now teams just know. Now the good teams that are playing them. Obviously, early in the season, they were playing the Jets, Miami, I mean, they were just playing terrible competition. But now that the good teams scheme to double-team Edelman, they know the Patriots have no run game. They blitz Brady, and nobody else can get open. So if the defense isn't going to have a block punt for touchdown, an interception for touchdown, they're struggling to win games. And that's been evident the last month. So it's, it's a un- we've never seen it with the Patriots. They've always kind of, like, figured it out. They, even if they struggled in September and October, come November, December, January, no matter the case, even if they're mediocre, all of a sudden they just turn it on. But I just, you know, I think Brady is showing his age, and he just doesn't have the help on the outside except Edelman to be able to, you know, nobody's getting open. I mean, he's got Philip Dorsett, um, you know, guys that are just very mediocre. Mohamed Sanu is not anything like he even was back when he was on the Bengals. So it's it's going to be tough for them. And I think the Bills, if they could get that division with the I, Patriots stumbling a little bit, I think they have a good shot I, to uh, go for yeah, yeah. No one, I got news here. There ain't one person in the world will give you this betting angle. But with Andy Dalton, when he in that game, when he beat the Ravens, uh, and it was a miracle, it was a miracle, and it put the Bills in the playoffs. 
the people in Buffalo, a guy in Buffalo for the Bills Mafia, made a donation to Andy Dalton's foundation. And the thing went viral. Yeah, I remember that. Right? I remember they that. They ended yeah. up raising for Andy Dalton four hundred and fifteen thousand yeah, dollars for his foundation. Uh, he flew after the season. He flew to Buffalo. They played them the <laughs> next year. They they treated the visiting quarterback like he was a king. Right now, and if Andy Dalton ever beat, imagine this: if Andy Dalton ever beat the Patriots to give the Bills a chance to win the divi- the division. I'm just telling you, they'll raise a million dollars for this Statues are going up. Statues would be going up. No one would even tell you that. But if it ever happened, I'm telling you, you watch Monday, Andy Dalton's foundation, if he ever beat the Patriots. (laughs) Well, let's let's talk about this game because the two top teams against the spread, obviously Buffalo didn't cover last week. The number one team against the spread this 2019-20 season is the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. now nine and four. The number two team against the spread is the Buffalo Bills, eight and four ATS. So the question I'm not asking is not about the spread. It's back to the original question that I asked you, David. Why would somebody bet Pittsburgh minus two versus one thirty if they want to back Pittsburgh? And why would somebody not? Uh, what and then why not? Like with the Bills. Why not buy it? I know you don't like buying, but why not buy it to three? I don't think the line's going to get to three. No, it's going to get to three, John. Two and a half's popped up already. This, this, oh, okay, this, I don't see that here. Okay, yeah, okay. This, this game has a real chance to get the three. Uh, uh, so yeah. if you were early backer of the Steelers early in the week, you should have grabbed that money line, basically. And, there, and there's an, I'll give you another one. Uh, we'll do this for the listeners. Uh, it, and David and I were talking about this. I said this Monday morning. I, I'm convinced this is going to happen. Uh, there, there are a couple of sevens out there. I think the Oakland game not only gets to seven. I think it goes through seven. That's a pretty bold statement. I don't know about that. So it, that's pretty bold. I'm telling you. I, yeah, you I, I know. I mean, it would take a truckload to go through a key number. Yeah, but I'm telling four, you, yeah. Jacksonville has quit. They have run for the bus. And I don't know that they took into account when they hung this number. It's Oakland's absolute last game at Alameda Coliseum. And last year, it was supposed to be the last game there, and the Raiders won 27 They did not They did not factor that in. And I'm telling you, Jacksonville's already run for the bus. And when they start lighting seats on fire in that stadium, the Raiders and the Jags are going to be running for the bus at the end of that game. I just He might be right here, but I just think long run when everybody says, this team's given up and that team's given up, this is a good time to just at post bet on that team but I, that all makes a lot of sense and uh now i'm definitely going to look forward to watching well, that their line. last four games david i i swear to you i mean yeah it's the, the, bad no they've lost 33 13 42 20 28 11 and completely non-competitive no show 45 10 it's a miracle that Marone is still the head coach of this team. I mean, he should he should have been fired Sunday. He's a walking dead man now. The players can't stand him. Uh, you know, so letting this fester. Had they fired the coach before the game, I wouldn't be saying this with this kind of conviction. But uh, yeah, my friend agrees with you. Who's really sharp for these um, emotional spots? He's he's. I've never met anyone better. But he he thousand percent agrees. He thinks betting the the Jags is. Lighting money on fire, and he he never really says that. So, yeah, kind of scary. 
but it's seven and a half. I mean, but I mean, it's, and, and, <laughs> everybody. But, 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 and I and I part of me knows what, where you're coming from because we're talking about. Well, wait a minute. Now you're you're laying a touchdown with a team that just lost at home, forty-two to twenty-one. But if you watch that game, Tennessee, as Mike alluded to, is playing at a ridiculous level right now. Right. And that game got away from them with an idiot wide receiver fumbling a ball, and it became a 21-point spread. And then they just took the air out of the ball, and that was all she wrote. But I, the, these Oakland fans deserve a, a kind of a going-away present. And I, I can only guarantee you that they have not – they certainly not quit on Gruden. These guys are all playing for their futures with the move to Vegas. And – and, and and Gruden's embraced the black hole. I I, I I'm telling you, Gruden, well, Gruden is going to send them home with a smile on their let face. Let me let me let me let me give you another trend that I've been following this whole season. So I was on San Francisco plus one and a half last week, right? Obviously, it didn't matter if they would have won. They would have lost by one. I would have covered by half a point, or if they win at the end, right? But I'm sure you're aware of this, Brian. The team that lost to the Ravens. In the last nine games, the following week rolls, covers the spread, undefeated this entire season. So that speaks very good for if you're just on that trend. And, and many of those like, teams, and, many of those teams were killed by the Ravens, not played so them competitively. The it was, but the thing is, like I was on the Steelers last week, it was wrenching. They had no defense; they just let. Just every time Arizona, it was ridiculous. Where's the logic to that, though? Lose to the Ravens, and do you think they gave up second half, and then they they had extra rested? Is is that the logic? Where's the logic? I think no. I think the logic is uh, not since we're on the radio. Is is uh, they 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 will exclude? They're very irritated coming out of those that the Ravens game and they're ready to beat up on somebody well they couldn't they couldn't stop lamar yeah. and because basically what are they doing they're playing against one guy basically when they're playing the ravens and and they can't stop them and so now for whatever reason look at the rams the rams get destroyed san fran loses san fran bounces rams win it's so if you're just gonna. I'm just saying if you look back, it's. Just, I've been following this the entire season. It's amazing. It's like I don't even look. Sometimes it doesn't have to be logic. It can be emotion, like you were saying. Your buddy who gets into the emotional nature. Well, of but, th- but, money but those on. are things you pay attention to. It was about. Correct. Uh, Wait, hold on a sec. Hold on a second. I never like to call anybody out when they're wrong on the radio. Right. Don't call I me out. Maybe it. I'm wrong. They've had they've had one loss. Every other game is one. Do you know the one game that? The team that lost to the Ravens lost the following week. Only one. Um, nope. We're all ears. Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati. That's it. There you go. Okay, well. but no, but I mean, I, I'm telling you, those kind of things. It's not uh, bad, though. You, you, think you go with the team the following really week. Good. You're on a 9 one, You're 8-1 and one right now against the spread, taking the team that lost to the Ravens the following but, week. But those are things like the power ratings and numbers and things that you don't people don't take into account. This is back about t- 12 years ago. Uh, teams and it, it went on for th- three years. Maybe it wasn't twelve. It was like when Tomlin first started coaching, and teams that played the Steelers, and it was a two and a half, three year deal. Teams that played Pittsburgh the following week got murdered, murdered. I mean, f- Pittsburgh physically beat them up, and then the week after they played Pittsburgh, they got murdered, and. 
as that thing was going on and we're just going on with it and printing money and having fun with it, all of a sudden I'm watching right when they got good. And I called him. It was our, our buddy Mark Lawrence. And I, and I called Mark and I said, Mark, I said, I think there's a new one. I said, you, you watch what you see what Seattle's doing to teams? Seattle's beating the hell out of teams. And sure enough, Seattle became the next one for two, two and a half years. If you played Seattle the next week, you got destroyed because Seattle took so much out of teams. Those are things you got to take. You, you have to. I, I think in all sports, that actually adds pretty good value, and I, I need to look for that more. It, it makes sense. The logic's there. I don't – myself – sorry to interrupt. Myself, I don't really believe in these random trends, but that, that has logic that's strong. And, and I well, I will say this. I, I don't understand, and I'm not trying to act like a Buffalo fan here because I'm a fan of nobody, not even the Ravens. I'm like the gambling Scrooge, right? Um, even my son knows, like, he knows I could care less. I just want the team to cover that I need to cover. Um, but I don't understand why Steelers are two. It makes absolutely no sense to me. I, I just can't even fathom. That's my word of the show. Like, I watched that garbage game at Arizona. There, but you know, they but, were horrendous. But, but you know what, though, I will, I will say to you, John. I mean, I mean, uh, it, I was, I told uh, last week, I think on this show, I mean, we talked about. I made well, Buffalo three myself, but, but, and but they make them I, plus no, two. No, I'm not that's disagreeing nuts. with you. That's but the Pittsburgh game last week, we said, listen, Arizona was embarrassed the week before, and that's a team that had competed and played hard all year long, and Pittsburgh had the look ahead spot to the team they're chasing. That was a trap game. That was a dangerous game. But the th- I've never seen anything like this. When Arizona gets the ball at the end of the game with a chance to go down and win the game, they showed an overhead shot of the lower bowl of that stadium. Kyler Murray is in his own building and couldn't hear the snap count. The lower bowl was all Steelers fans. That was a home game for Pittsburgh. Yeah, that obviously changes things right there, Yeah, yes. Uh I just okay. So let me ask you a question. Back to the what you said about the the physical play. I wonder if you would just track the top three defenses, and then how the teams how the teams that play those teams how they do the the, the following week. Do you think that would be over fifty percent? I mean, I could look into it. Look into that one because now you got me really thinking. Yeah, Might I have mean, to I will, really I will look into that. Let me ask you this question: the Seattle game. So this is the old bounce, you know. They go, and again, I know you're you're you and your brother originally from Seattle, and you love Seattle, and but you're not as crazy as Mike is. Your brother's crazy no. as Mike is, but that's a whole other story. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen so Mike Seattle, dancing and putting on a sombrero with his team or a cape or his his whole room is Ravens stuff. I kind of feel my brother's too old to do that, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, Mike. You, can you top that? Well, so he maybe he can top that if they get to the Super Bowl. I'm more of, you know, I'm more of a, you know, go to the game, have, light myself up at the game, and then tone it down to the real world because they, they couldn't handle it if I was doing well, that every day. But here's here's my question from a betting perspective: team gets embarrassed on Sunday Night Football. Now they're laying six on the road at this garbage team, Carolina, who. I liked is a good spot to hang with Nolans, and they did against the spread. Like, what, what's your take on that game? Just well, got even if you don't have a selection on it. Well, I prefer a bounce back at home myself, and I think at got home it. it just adds a little bit more value. And and here you can't really call minus six on the road uh, good value for a, a 
I don't, at least in my opinion, it, a minus six on the road isn't really where I'm looking, or a minus nine with the Patriots is not really where well, I'm looking to bounce back. Myself. Well, what about Houston Texans? They're also on the road. They're getting three, and they got humiliated. Well, I have well, that one. Well, well, that, well that, listen, that's, for, that's, that, that's the game of the week. If I'd have told you in July the game of the week in Week 15 is going to be used in Tennessee, you'd have had me committed. The handle's probably pretty high on that The other team that's quit like the Jags is Carolina. Carolina defensively has quit, flat-out quit. Now, for Seattle, yeah, you got the cross-country travel. Is it an early game? I'm assuming it is. is All right, you know, the early game, that's never good. But Seattle, even though they got pumped last week, they got beat by a team that has to win out, all right? And in a weird way, in the back of their minds, Seattle's like, all we have to do is stay within a game of San Francisco. And well, so, so the loss, you know, nobody wants to lose. You, but that you loss were, didn't kill them. my comment. You were preempting my comment, which is you talk about defense. San Francisco, my, my son kept saying, Man, I'm really worried about the defense of San Fran when they play the Ravens. They got a much better defense than San Fran. He was like, he didn't even like, he didn't even like, he was so nervous watching the game. I've never seen it. Like, literally, it was nice to see somebody not money, like, true, natural, like, his heart was jumping out of his. <laughs> oh, then come over to my house. <laughs> come over to my house then with my brother. Go, wait a minute. Then they go and they give up 46 points, Brian. What? Almost 100 points in the NFL? 48 to 46 in an NFL game? You want to talk about well, defense? What? Well, buddy, I mean, I, that's the crazy thing, you know, when we're doing this stuff. Um, you know, Wade Phillips is... A now they make him 11? Well, wait a minute, but Wade Phillips is a terrific defensive coordinator. And you look what they did to Seattle last week and uh, uh, Arizona the week before. But then, they, you know, they've had a couple of games where the Ravens beat them 45-6. And you're like, oh, my God. And But the one, the one that you still sit here and go... How did that ever happen? Was Tampa Bay beat the Rams 55-40? And there are games when the Rams are an elite defense. So, you know, one week to the next, you know, don't be like, well, again, what, what again, again you, can, a, can a 15-point Jets team beat the Ravens? Well, I mean, the answer is goofy things happen. To me, though, a well, lot of times. What I'm saying to you is when you, live, when you supposedly have the top defense in the NFL, the, we're talking about the 49ers, and you give up 46 points. And then the next week they make the total on the game forty-seven. <laughs> the what? trap everybody and their mother is going to bet the over in this game, expecting fireworks, at least from San Fran to score forty-eight on their own. And you know that you, I wouldn't be surprised to see like some boring, you know, fourteen to three game. Well, I mean, there are a lot of things there, and you're right, but. It's a grass field. They're not playing on a fast track. Atlanta's got injuries. Atlanta's eliminated. And, you know, the same thing. Uh, you know, San Francisco's sitting here with, oh, by the way, the big fish to fry. You look at San Fran next week. I mean, you talk about the air out of the balloon. I mean, if you're San Fran, you played uh, the Ravens and the Saints, okay, and you're on a two-week road trip, two monstrous games. Now you're playing Atlanta. Oh, but next week in the final week, they're playing the Rams who are playing to stay alive and Seattle for the division. Right. This is an awful spot for San Francisco. So 
That so has everything back. To, you just going you there. just keep leading me into the next game. So isn't that isn't this the spot of the week? Dallas gets a win. Rams just impress everybody on Monday Night Football. Everybody remembers the, uh, Sunday Night Football. Everybody remembers the last game. They beat Seattle. Now they're only laying one at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are atrocious. They haven't done anything. And then all of a sudden, Dallas kicks it in and whips them at home. The only th- I hear you. Sounds good, doesn't it? But you, come on, but, logic, but great. Yeah, it, it sounds good. But Dallas <laughs> has not beaten a team with a winning record, and if Dallas loses this game, they still got the game with the Eagles. The Rams can't lose the game. The Rams have to win out. I uh, I don't know that I'm doing a cartwheel trusting either one of them, but I think I trust the Rams more than I trust yeah, the Cowboys. Just because you can't do this or you can't do that, we wish it was all that easy, right? Well, well, no, especially no, with, well no, it's a game you the, stay away from. I mean, when, when, when you sit there and you can make a case for both sides, you just run run away like your hair's on fire. The, li- the line seems to match up the, the overall skill of both teams, too. So so this is tough. You, you need a lot of those fundamentals. and when they're Well, so 50, here's 50, the issue. So here's the issue, David. The line matches up, but from a public point of view, the public likes playing chalk. Don't you think, would you have not been surprised if Dallas was minus one just getting one for being at home? Absolutely. Playing one yeah, for no, the, the, Yeah. No, yeah. No, I wouldn't have been surprised. I think, too, this time of year, a good, a good uh, betting strategy. You said that. What, what was that? No, I think a good betting no. strategy this time of year is when you constantly hear, and, and this will work, this will work more the last week, we'll say, but uh, you'll hear everybody say, well, this is a must-win. You'll, you'll keep hearing that, and the other team uh, is eliminated. I think a lot of times this gets hyped up, and you'll see a minus 7 go all the way to 11, and I think a good betting strategy is just wait till post and the teams uh, and, and fade the must-win teams on the point spread uh, around post, the ones that get better, and then the ones that get worse just pass. But I think in the long run, this is a good strategy uh, for your average listener who who wants to bet some games but isn't sure, well, isn't sure of a good situation. That you we, know, this does good in the long run. You know, it's amazing. I mean, we've literally, uh, and we didn't even take a break, so we'll just keep going. Uh, Sports Insider that. Radio. No, it's good stuff. Sports Insider Radio. We invite you to check out the website, sports, uh, sportsinsiderradio.com. You can get hold of the guys after the show, 800-209-1679. And we have literally kind of... You know, of, we're going to break for, down for, the balls well, next fi- week well, when for, I'm there in person. Well, for 50 minutes, we've literally done nothing but talk about week 15 and the final few weeks of the NFL, which is amazing. And because there are so many things to, to dive into. And at the meantime... We've got college hoops, the NBA, the NHL, and the bowl season coming up. Uh, it's insane. I mean, the, the kind of believe, things that are out there. Can you believe Towson was laying nine to UMBC <laughs> and they won by eight? These had, line makers, they make the lines good in college basketball, too, for sure. There had to be letters involved. You love your UMBC, your IUPUIs, your MITs, your... You're always talking but, every every college basketball you guys team are pretty lucky. letters. You guys are pretty lucky out there in, in Baltimore. We oh. have a lot of teams bettable on the board, that's for sure. Maryland Eastern Shore, Loyola, Maryland, Towson State, University of Maryland, and uh 
I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I don't know how all these schools, because, look, you don't live here. You don't, I mean, Brian's familiar with Mount. These are like, you go to these auditoriums, and, and, you know, they're not, it's not like they're, it's just like they're just local schools. And if if you were so inclined, if you were so inclined, you wouldn't have far to go uh, to see Georgetown or go, or take it south and go go to Virginia, and and you got an army of Virginia teams within driving distance, too. But I'm I'm four minutes from Towson State University, four minutes from Loyola, Maryland. I mean, literally, can go. To, you walk into these auditoriums; it's just kids having fun. Yeah. But there's yeah, but and, and Mike and Mike is twitching because you're two minutes from Pimlico. Well, that's a whole other story. We're not going to get into <laughs> well, people just want to bet on anything relax, too. Right? Don't bring it up yet. We're not there. We're not in May yet. <laughs> We're not in May. But I will I will say this regarding uh, basketball betting. Uh, just because we got like seven minutes left in the show. Um, you know, how you how what's your take on early in the season with teams like the Lakers, who just have command respect with the Vegas line, David, um, and teams like Miami that are commanding respect with the Vegas line. Do you think that you, right now they're all fifteen and eight, fifteen and nine against the spread? The number one team against the spread is obviously the Boston Celtics, seventy percent, fourteen and six. Are these fadeable teams? You have um, to fade these teams. Like today, the Laker game opened six and a half last night, and I I, I just said, okay, I'm going to wait. This will go up at least a point, and we're sitting here at eight and a half. You, you have to fade these teams, so especially the around listener, post, if, if they get so better. So for the listener that doesn't subscribe to any of our services, doesn't want to have professional uh, knowledge from us daily, which is fine. Not everybody can afford it. It's not everybody's bucket. It's not everybody's cup of tea. But if you want to make six figures, you should still call all of us. But here's the thing, though. That is a good fadeable strategy, which is – Wait for these teams that are rolling against the spread. Because, like last week, Mike never says anything to me, David. And he said, how are the Lakers an underdog? They were making the Lakers short dogs for a couple games. Well, they were and playing they were the Jazz. And... through teams. Right. I'm sorry? Well, they were playing other elite teams. But, it, it, yeah, they, they're obviously rolling even against those teams. It's impressive. Denver. They were rolling against Denver. And, then and the Utah. Next night they they, they to... played the Jazz, though. The Jazz, the jazz and the Nuggets. And, they, and, and then everybody, all the sharp guys, whoever they played second, I think it was Utah. I think they played Denver. Whoever they played second. Yeah, Utah was the, the game we were talking about, yeah. Everybody Mike used... looked at me and said, well, why, how can they be a dog? Well, because everybody was going, well, they've got to be worn out from last night. But, yeah, they rolled. They're, they're yeah, playing back, good. Back, but but I just think from this point forward, there's going to be there's going to be very good line value. There's going to be very good value to, to fade them. And, and the fact is, everybody will give them their best effort, and I'm pretty excited about it. I hope the now Lakers win it all, though, but don't like cover. Well, I, what I, about teams like the Spurs that are 6-17 and 17 against the spread? Well, you try to pick your spots there. I'm not saying auto-bet them every game. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But teams that are obviously struggling, yeah, you try to find good spots, and, and uh, there's definitely value there, too. How slippery a sl- uh, slope is the NBA with this load management thing? Now, you know, now, yeah, now, they, LeBron, everything's circled early now, yeah. All right, but you here, I mean, I, I don't know – Necessarily, this is going to happen, but it wouldn't shock me. Uh, you've got the Lakers laying eight and a half at Orlando, but but we already know that Dave's basically going to well, wait to post. But wait a minute! Magic. But wait a minute! Their next game is at Miami, and you would think you know LeBron's going to want to go bananas in the Miami game. So do they? You know they they rest them up. I like that. I, like do, that. Do I didn't they, even think of that. That's do they re, do they rest them up in, on the back half of this game? Uh, because he wants to go to Miami and put on a show. That's a good one. I, mean, I didn't I'm, even know that. 
I've been watching a lot of the Lakers game, and basically, they're not. It's not load management for him because they're they're not burning him out all game. They have so much depth, and they're able to bring him in sporadically where they're not burning him out like he's been in years past, where he was basically the only guy. So the value is, I mean, they're just they're basically playing for the fourth quarter, and then they they bring in the starters and they just roll in the fourth quarter. They they seemingly keep it close most of the game. Well, this just gives the back door uh, more value, which eight and a half is. Or second half. It, well, well, I don't know about that, but yeah, I mean, sure, sure. Even though it, I think it's somewhat factored in nowadays. Twenty years ago, maybe not as much, but. I just I'm I looking just had, to fade these teams as much as I can. I just had a listener text me and he goes, "Just want to let Dave and Brian know that Miami is undefeated at home." There you go. Well, let's, well, why not, so let's, let's talk see about, the spread. So, so listen, that's a perfect example. We had Philadelphia last night, um, and you know, they the line opened at four. Brian, we've been saying this for a decade. We have a 24-minute series, one minute for every hour in the day. Not It's betting as a business one-on-one. If you guys want to get the access to it, you can call the office. Mike will send you the link. Is that, that thing, that, that thing still breathing? It's still breathing. I, I got a no beard in the video, and I weigh about 60 pounds heavier. And, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm even my wearing hair a wedding ring. Yeah, was it's definitely some, old. Was so there some here's orange the thing. in my hair? Here's the thing. When you bet is important is what you bet. So yesterday, if you bet Philadelphia at four, you're a winner. If you bet him an hour before post, you push. And if you bet him five minutes before post, you lose. They, the game lands on five. And they're undefeated at home. Philadelphia is 13-0 and at home and hasn't lost a game like Miami. And believe me, at this time of year, I think more so than any other time of the year, that logic applies in football. Like I said, I think the Raiders' number is going to steam. Uh, yesterday said the Rams probably go off a favorite in Dallas. Uh, so if if you like a side and numbers that and that number starting to steam against the team you like, wait, just wait, because yeah, we're seeing steaming numbers here uh, at this time of year because there are gray areas uh, in a lot of these games, and then you get bowl season where motivation and all these things are. Uh, things you got to take into account. Who travels well? Neutral sites. Uh, it's a very interesting time of year. As always, boys, the time flies by. Sports Insider Radio. I will see you guys in person next week. You will be here, right? Has David ever? Has David ever seen the T-shirt with you uh, and your head on it? I gotta find it. I'll bring it, bring, bring it in. I, I want to see his reactions. Jarring. The first time you see it, I'll wear it. How about that? <laughs> He'll wear it. Let oh, yeah. your brother wear it. Uh, uh, does it have a Seahawks logo on it? Yeah. Then he might get one with your <laughs> head. Have, and the Seahawks uh, John, logo. bring you a, a Ravens T-shirt for your brother. Boys, have a good ah. week. This one's in the cookie jar. Check out the website sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Justice Department Inspector General is being pressed about his report.